famous playwright and poet William Shakespeare has said some people are born great some achieve greatness and some have greatness thrust upon them we all know some people who are born with the silver spoon in their mouth and we also know people around us who are on the path of greatness working day and night to become the best of the best and have dedicated their lives to becoming great now what about those in the third category you cannot become great accidentally to have greatness thrust upon you means that you were put in a situation that required greatness from you and you succeeded you chose not to give up but you made sure that you were able to remove all the hurdles that came your way president roosevelt has said we must dare to be great to dare means to make a bold decision in spite of fear so dare believe in yourself take a breath and accept the challenge all of us are capable of greatness you just have to take the next step forward thousands of years ago maharshi patanjali also described that there are two types of great aspirants on the path of yoga first kind are those who have made tremendous advancement in their previous lives and therefore they find it easy to attain samadhi and self realization in this life itself they are equivalent to the people who are born with a silver spoon in their mouth but such people are very very few most people like you and me are of the second type who achieve their life purpose by following five types of effort and commitment श्रद्धा वीर स्मृति समाधि प्रज्ञा पूर्वक इतरे शाम महर्षि पतंजलि टॉक्स अबाउट द फाइव कोर एटीट्यूड्स एंड गोल्स टू कल्टीवेट द फर्स्ट इज श्रद्धा डेवलपिंग द फेथ दैट यू आर गोइंग इन द राइट डायरेक्शन सेकंड इज वीर committing the energy to go there third is smriti cultivating memory and mindfulness the fourth is samadhi seeking the states of samadhi or a complete state of focus in which no other thought is able to distract you and fifth is pragya that is pursuing the higher wisdom these core attitudes are for evolution of fullest capabilities of human kind and once your inner qualities are aroused to their full potential you are equally capable of achieving both spiritual and material goals rather both of them in fact if your goal is not driven by your ego consciousness but 
it is to help humanity in any form it is in a sense of a spiritual goal itself material wealth and abundance are just the by products which come as a gift of divinity so in this video we shall go in deep details about these five core attributes so stay on till the end and if you have not subscribed yet i suggest you to subscribe to this video and press the bell icon to ensure that you do not miss out on important videos in this series but before we start let us pray to lord ganpati for all of us for all of you including me om shri ganeshaya namaha i call upon the lineage of my gurus to bless me my heartfelt gratitude to my guru for choosing me as a medium to express himself om rom shri nityanandaye namaha om rom shri shaligram sharmaye namaha om rom shri kanaiyalal sharmaye namaha om shri gurave namaha so the five principles mentioned by maharshi patanjali in his yog sutras form a very simple a very straightforward outline of the personal commitments that needed to follow the path of self realization in fact these principles develop our inner being who is capable of becoming great in any endeavor whichever we want to undertake including our own life goals these five principles they work in conjunction with the eight limbs of ashtanga yoga the first core attitude is shraddha which is a faith that you are moving in the right direction it is not a blind faith but is an inner knowing an inner feeling of certainty that you are moving in the right direction for example when you are going on a very long ride you may not be able to see more than a few hundred meters in front of your car at any given point of time but you know you know that you are driving in the right direction and if you keep driving you know that you will eventually reach your destination similarly you may not have a complete idea of your life journey which is going to unfold but you have an inner intuition and inner faith of moving steadily towards the goal of your life shraddha sustains us through the difficulties and provides strength to face difficult situations and as a result we do not experience life as a series of unknown events which keep popping up now and then without any rhyme or reason but we start experiencing life as a profoundly rich and complex interplay 
of consciousness for learning and evolving. We cultivate Shraddha when we develop a habit of looking around for the blessings that we have already received in our lives. So gratitude, devotion and Shraddha, they become the trio on which our life starts sailing smoothly and does not get caught up in the rough high waves of our day-to-day -day turmoils. The second attribute is Virya. It is the positive energy of ego. It is a determined enthusiasm. People whose heart is full of faith are intensely enthusiastic. While Shraddha or faith is the knowing of the direction in which to move. Virya is the energy behind your senses to continue moving in that direction, which is chosen by Shraddha. So, Virya is the action energy behind Shraddha. When you give up or you feel weak or you are uncertain and you are taking very little action, that is all lack of Virya. So, Virya is the energy behind your conviction which says, I can do it, I will do it, and I have to do it. The new year has just gone by, and most of us must have made so many new year resolutions. But why do so many of our new year resolutions fail to sustain even for a few days? It is the lack of Virya which gets overpowered by our tamas, by our inertia, by our temptation, by our distraction. So Virya provides the inner strength to persevere and to discover ways to succeed. It is easy to meditate, pray and do pranayama when our life is sailing smooth. But the moment we experience difficult periods in life, the first casualty is our daily routine or prayers and meditation. So, Virya is what sees us through the difficult periods of our practices. The third attribute is Smriti, which is cultivating a constant mindfulness of treading the path that we have chosen for ourselves. Smriti also means remembering the steps along the way. Smriti continues to remind us of our faith in our journey and of our commitment to continue on that journey. Smriti is being mindful of our inner thought process, being conscious of the thoughts that arise every moment and witnessing them. Smriti also means remembering our mistakes. Remembering our mistakes not to get into a self-blame mode, but to draw lessons from them. It also implies being alert, maintaining a vigil, and focus on every choice we make, every moment of our life. Smriti helps cultivate Shraddha and Virya. The fourth attribute is Samadhi. For those 
pursuing the spiritual path. Samadhi is the last stage after Pratyahar, Dharana and Dhyan. When your senses are drawn inwards, in the, that is the stage of Pratyahar. When sense organs are not outwardly oriented, we gain control over our emotion. So, Pratyahar is harmony with our emotion. Then the next stage is Dharna, that is harmony with thoughts. When no other thoughts distract you, you are completely focused, that is Dharna. And then you slip into Dhyana. In meditation, there is only the experience of that one object. In other words, you have been successful at keeping all the distractions at bay and now reach that intense stage of concentration. That is Dhyana. So in Dhyana, there are only three things. First is the meditator, that is you who are meditating. The second is the object of meditation. And the third is the process of meditation. But when this dhyana meditation gets intensified, these three start dissolving slowly. So in the state of samadhi, the meditator is as if not there. The process of meditation is as if not there. And only the object of meditation remains. Tadevartha matra nirbhasam Swarupashunamiva samadhi That is how Marshi Patanjali is defining samadhi. He says Tadeva that Dhyan itself is samadhi. When Swarupa Shunya, that is when the self nature of the meditator is as if not there, Shunya, zero. And Arth Matra Nirbhasha, only the object shines forth. At that stage, Samadhi happens. So, Samadhi is that state in the process of meditation where the Dharna has intensified, distractions are kept at bay. Dhyana has happened and when that Dhyana gets intensified, the subject or the meditator as if fuses with the object, only the object of meditation signs forth. That is where intuition starts happening. This is where the vibhutis or supernatural accomplishments through the knowledge of the essence of the object starts happening. The fifth attribute is Pragya, which is the higher wisdom that comes from discrimination. And this wisdom is sought through the process of introspection, utilizing the razor-sharp tool of Samadhi. Maharshi Patanjali says, Tajyat Pragya Lokaha. On the mastery of that Sayyam, the light of intuition flashes forth. Intuition pertaining to the essence of the object on which the yogi is meditating. Mastery of this meditation gives rise to absolute knowledge of all that can be perceived. This is intuition. Mahachi Patanjali has 
find a term for these three steps of meditation. When dharana, dhyan, and samadhi happens together, it is called sayam by Maharshi Bhattacharya. So, every intuition is an attainment of knowledge of the essence of the object. And this knowledge itself is a power that is attained by the yogi. And most of the inventions or discoveries that have happened worldwide have happened in a state of mind which is similar to the state of Samadhi. So when the mind is completely at rest after a lot of efforts, that is the time when intuition starts happening. So intuition is a source of knowledge which is beyond the intellectual or sensory knowledge. It does not come through the senses. So these are the supernatural powers which Maharishi Patanjali refers to as Vibhutis and Siddhis. This is the stage when all the powers of the universe are made available to you. You are not the doer here. You become just a medium to accomplish any goal which divinity wants you to accomplish. In fact, the Siddhas and the Rishis who have reached this state of enlightenment are sent back to the world as messengers of divinity to accomplish gigantic goals in the service of humanity. So I am your brother guide to prosperity and my mission is to help you realize the dreams of your life and help you achieve something worthwhile in life for which your family, your parents and your children can be proud of. We'll see you in my next video.